In a land of fifths and a time of harsh reality, the destiny of a mediocre podcast rests on the shoulder of three dudes. Its name, Forsaf. Welcome to season six, episode three of Four Seasons in a Funeral, the show where we go back and watch shows that had four good seasons and this intro of a fifth season. Today, we're talking about season one, episode three of Merlin, The Mark of Nimue. My name is Nick, and joining me today are Charlie and David. Hi, I'm Charlie. Hi, I'm David. Man, that's the one time he goes off script. I couldn't help it. The land of fits was so stupid. It was, but it's all that we could come up with. I think the, in the one time of you go off script, you also immediately go right back on script. Oh, yeah, dude. I can't go off script for too long. Oh, also, that God. intro should have been reserved. You should have forced that on the premiere, not episode three. Uh, that doesn't show up in the premiere. Um, that wasn't until the second episode that they start doing that. But that well, is. You should that, have forced that... it for episode two. I didn't think about it until like I was watching until and I was that's watching on it. You. And, uh, I'm sorry. Well, are you guys are you guys gonna keep that now? <laughs> well, as our standard intro, we should post that in the Discord. <laughs> that's our new standard intro, I guess. <laughs> All right, I'll post that. How how are things going, Charlie? What 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 you do this week? Uh, this week we recorded yeah, like, like on Wednesday. Three days ago. <laughs> what what did you do this end of the week? The fuck was going on? It's been uh, three days. <laughs> got got furniture delivered for my girlfriend's family, so that's nice. We got a dishwasher now. We just need to get it installed. Find out where it's being installed. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Why does nice. why does that sound so sad? Because it's the one thing I've been excited about. Then why why do you sound so sad about it? You should be more excited. Because I'm excited about a dishwasher in my 20s. Dude, fuck it. You don't have to wash dishes. Hey, 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 mid, mid 20s. (laughs) Mid 20s. Late 20s. Late 20s 20s starts next year. (laughs) (laughs) This is the last year of my mid 20s. Don't take this from me. (laughs) Charlie's in denial. He's actually 47. God damn. <laughs> Everything you've heard about him is true though. He just did graduate like three years ago. <laughs> At the ripe old age of forty-four. Uh what about you, David? How's how's life been? Um and uh, Oh yeah, I feel that. Cool. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh has Sorry, were you just pronouncing of... the episode title again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark of Nim. <laughs> <laughs> I David, can you make sure that our D and D campaign has this this character's name in it, um, and then just never pronounce it so that we can see how everyone else tries to pronounce this? I mean, I feel like I've already done that with some names, especially when it's just random names that I'm panicking but, trying to think of. But, but like this time, we know how it's supposed to be pronounced. I'm really cool. I'm really excited to hear uh, Nimu. Eh? <laughs> I am surprised you haven't. Uh, come up with like a boblin the goblin name yet oh yeah but that's 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 uh, antiquated at that point like that's overdone i mm. like my sark the orc or <laughs> loop the gnome or... he dead they, they lived a good life. yes you killed yes. him hey you have his head doesn't mean i killed him fair enough <laughs> yeah. we don't know there's mystery about there is mystery oh, about all right. Um, uh, what, what just is, like what there's is... mystery in this episode of Merlin. 
Ooh. Also, we didn't ask Nick what he's been doing. Nick did nothing important this weekend. Nothing monumental happened to him in a niche fuck community. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there, was, there was another Storybook Brawl tournament this weekend, and Heartba- Heartbreak has been kicked down the road until Sunday. When Heartbreak I has been inevitably... kicked down the road so hard that it turned into a dot in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I... I, I'm currently second on the leaderboard as a second group is finished and a third group is finishing up right now. Um, I had an insane run on day one. Um, David David was there. David saw the the insanity. I started out with three firsts. Um, it was it was a great it was a great tournament. Like it was a great start to the tournament, and I'm excited to lose on Sunday now. Um, but hey, that's okay. It's gonna be fun. Uh, and how many yeah. pro points does this get you? Uh, so. How many this NFTs do you get out of the winning of this yeah. tournament? Oh, I get, get like $18,000 uh, worth of like, um, give give me a failing cryptocurrency. Uh, that's going to go zero soon. Yeah, yeah there we go. Any of them. Any, actually. <laughs> you want to fail in crypto? Pick any of them. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, no. What uh, I got $18,000 worth of them. I got 20 emails from Wealth Simple this weekend being like, hey, Bitcoin's down multiple percentage points. I'm like, I have like $2.30 in Bitcoin. I don't care. (laughs) Why do you even have any in Bitcoin? Because I had random amounts of loose money laying around in one of my accounts, and I was like, eh, fuck it. Nice. I want to get in on this Ponzi scheme. Hell yeah. (laughs) I get get two pro points for for making day two, and then more depending on how I finish. If I finish top 64, top 32, um, so we'll see how day two goes. Huh. Um, okay, I guess we should give the audience some information as well. Um, we're recording this at like 10 in the morning on a Saturday, um, just because people have things to do, I guess, today that may or may not be a hockey game that they have to watch. Oh, God, I'm going to have game. a fucking heart attack. I, I have a concert at the same time, so I, did, I don't even get to watch the hockey game. <laughs> Nick was uh, really hoping the Leafs would wrap it up in Game Six, so he everyone didn't have to worry I, about watching. No, the not game. even about the concert. It's just for the the sake of our collective health yep. that they needed to uh, wrap it up in six, so I don't have to stress so much. Also, legitimately, I have had something happen on like I think out of the last four Game Sevens. Cancel so the concert. You're watch watching them? it. <laughs> Something needs to change, Nick. No, no. Do I'm this just, for I'm Leaf Station. To... Nope. <laughs> Nick does not care about Leafs Nation. I I have accepted Cares that more the about Leafs are going beaches. to lose in Game Seven again, <laughs> and I am going to go and watch a concert and then be depressed afterwards instead of being depressed for three hours early. Uh, Charlie, was it was it you who was was some wasn't wasn't there someone where Nick was like, yeah, I'm gonna go see the beaches and like, oh, nice. And like, is the weather warm? And we're like, no, no, it's a concert. It's a band. <laughs> no, my joke was, is that what you're calling your girlfriend now? Oh, yes. that's also a good one. <laughs> I, uh, I I I mentioned to I was on a call late on Friday with my uh, my supervisor, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to a concert. We're gonna go see the beaches weekend. He was like, I have no idea who that is. It's <laughs> <was> like. <laughs> I was like, that's okay. <laughs> They're a fun band. They're a He's like, I do not know music very Canadian well. Canadian <laughs> band. So they're a Canadian band. <laughs> I don't know if we produce anything else but alt rock. No, we uh no, we Justin do. Bieber. And what's the rapper guy? Drake. Um Yeah, that one. 
All right. Uh, don't yeah. forget about Michael Bublé. He he exists. He's Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Famously Canadian. Oh. Yeah. All right. Anyway. If there's like two things you need to know about Michael Bublé, he makes old women wet and he's Canadian. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, on that amazing note, let's let's jump into Merlin here. Uh, the Tell TV guide for this episode reads, <laughs> when a strange plague strikes the people of Camelot, Gaia suspects the, the source is sorcery. That is not a fun statement. Uh, leading Uther to instruct Arthur to search for the person behind it. The disease strikes close to home for Gwen, causing suspicion to fall on an innocent and Merlin to learn the responsibilities that come with being a warlock. Nimue is played by Michelle Ryan. Yet another Doctor Who um, appearance. Listen, I think Dude. every notable guest actor in Merlin will have also appeared in Doctor Who. Yeah. Dude, I'm At pretty sure the another. monster in this episode is just is just additional Doctor Who shit. <laughs> They're just reusing assets it's they David, already have. It's David Tennant in a rubber costume. <laughs> He's like, you gotta do what you gotta do. My back is fucked, but we gotta do it. We, we gotta, we gotta get this done. Oh, Although I, like I think it. he would have been on Doctor Who when this came out. He would have at the time. This I like the idea that um, all the background characters, or any time we see a monster, it's just a, a retired doctor in a costume. <laughs> <laughs> this is where they go to die in the, in the too, BBC props department. No one can give them real acting work anymore because they're the doctors and said they get to be monsters. I mean, David Tennant did good on the, um, oh, fuck. What was the... Crime show? One? Torchwood? No, not Torchwood. Torchwood is a Doctor Who spinoff. Oh, Broadchurch. Oh, the, yeah, Broadchurch. Broad yeah. He was good on that because they let him do a Scottish accent and it's just him angrily in a thick Scottish accent saying, Miller! <laughs> Well, wasn't a isn't the female uh, lead for that also the doctor Jodie Foster? Uh, that would be no, insane. Not no, the, uh, Broadchurch, the... Broadchurch, the um female no, not detective, the, lead. not the female detective, but the mom. Uh oh yes, yes she was. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was Jodie Foster, right? I mean, it's all Jodie Whittaker, not Foster Whittaker. Yeah. It's all no. BBC productions. Everyone's been in there at some point, but the detective lead in it, I think she was. If I'm remembering right, she was the sorceress from the pilot episode. Oh, Olivia Coleman. She's a big name. Well, oh no, sorry, not her. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got I got my actresses mixed up. Fair enough. But yeah, that's uh, a good TV guide, actually. Yeah, no, these still TV really guides good. have been very good. I I feel like they're getting them from the BBC. I don't think that uh, <laughs> TVGuide.com is writing these. <laughs> But that's strange because then Netflix should have them. Should they? Netflix has significantly worse ads. Again, I think Netflix writes their own. Fair enough. Which is a dumb decision. Oh, I agree. Because <laughs> what was the Netflix guy? Oh, uh, here. The Netflix guide for this one reads, A plague uh, a plague invades Camelot and Gaius and Merlin attempt to find its source. Merlin wants to cure the disease. Also isn't bad. It isn't. This one's pretty all right. Um... I mean, Anyways, this isn't, like, the most complicated plot of an episode. That's, no, that's and there's not really a B-plot for them to get, like, mixed up in. Has there <laughs> been, like, a B-plot in Merlin so far? I think this is just an A-plot show. It I, seems it's kind of just... like A1, A2 at times. Like, last yeah. one with, it's like, Merlin trying to find the magic, and then Arthur being like, ah, my duty to my kingdom. 
Yeah, but that's both well, the A plots. Yeah. Because they're both yeah, dealing it, just with Sir Valiant, right? Yeah. That's what I mean, like, like A1, feel- A2. They do perspective stuff. Yeah, it feels like it's just singular plot. Let's see how all the characters fit instead of split the characters off and see how they interact with different plots. So. Yeah. Anyhow, we open up on an underground uh, little, I guess, aquifer? Yeah. Underground That's spring. Similar. And there's a sorceress down there who I totally thought was Morgana for a second. Oh my god, I also thought it was Morgana. <laughs> I was like, are they doing the evil turn this early? Already? <laughs> Bold choice, but I'm down for it. And then she started talking. And I was like, wait a minute. That's I recognize an- you, but for different reasons. <laughs> That's just another dark haired white woman. <laughs> Who may or may not be magical. And she puts a porcelain egg in the water. It glows. And then it, we get a speedy Zoom. transition as it travels through this underground spring. And then cracks up in a different underground spring. And starts to hatch. Ooh, spooky. Ooh. And then Nimway we starts... see... Yeah, we see people drinking from a water spigot. And then the, she gets the exact same camera shot in a, like a scrying pool and she's like ha 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 cackle 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 and then a dude's dead yeah man <laughs> it's a it's a real shame that she didn't have to murder anyone into that scrying pool fucking crazy how that goes yeah <laughs> references pool. to our dd campaign that no one will get guys <laughs> okay to explain that reference we had to murder a whole bunch of people to use a scrying pool <laughs> you chose yes. not to you murdered one person yeah, I would have murdered more. Fucking Sneagle. <laughs> now that's anyways. Like a slur. <laughs> anyways, were, they, but they're literally snake people. Yes, but again, no context from the listener. <laughs> anyways, we'll start recording uh, our D and D campaign and put it up. Oh God, no. that's no, no one else is doing no. that, right, David? Like that's an entirely original idea. Yeah, literally, no one's ever done that before. <laughs> yeah, we could call it uh, amazing die toss. Uh, literally every other, every second podcast is a D&D podcast. <laughs> it's either right. politics or D&D. There's no in between. Politics, D&D, or weird improv. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, guys. Let's, let's, let's get into the episode now. Listen, um, weird improv podcasts are some of my favorite. <laughs> that's fair. They are good. Um, yeah, Merlin and Gaius find the dead person, and they're like, oh, shit, um, the the public's gonna freak out if they see this even though this guy's been lying in the middle of the street for probably a while and no one cares yeah because it's the uh, middle of the day as well <laughs> like the let's, let's cover let's cover him up and drag him back to our place to, to... And, he, and it's not like he's like hidden or anything he's in the middle of the street but yeah people walk by they're like ah oh, just another tuesday here in peasantville <laughs> Um, but yeah, while while they're dragging them off, we get our first our first scene of like some happiness that we know is going to be taken away taken away from us. But look, Gwen's having a nice day, and we get to see her father. I also don't get why they can't just when like Gwen's like, oh hey, what are you carrying? Um, they can't just be like, hey, uh, court yeah. physician stuff. Just don't yeah, worry. Yeah, it's, it. it's a dead body that the king wants us to take a look at. Maybe keep away. Instead of being like, oh, just something heavy, even though you could see his fucking boots. <laughs> you can you see, see his boots, I think his hands like, sticking hmm. out. Like... <laughs> um, also, yeah, we're starting to see more weird tension between Gwen and Merlin, we'll say. Um, this is, what do you mean more? This is the same amount of tension they've always had. <laughs> 
Right. With the I, weird flirting and then Gwen going, but I'm not flirting with you, I swear. Yes. Oh, you're funny and I like funny, but I don't like you. Maybe. <laughs> but that's okay. But that's okay because Gwen's actually for- flirting with Morgana as she brings the flowers to her, right? I mean, Fucking yeah. called it. Like, yeah. <laughs> they have more chemistry right now than Merlin <laughs> and Gwen do. Also, I was right. Gwen's father is a blacksmith. I don't think anyone was questioning that. Hey, maybe she was half. Maybe her dad was white and her mom is black. We haven't seen her mom, so yeah. you could still be correct about that. But yeah, hey, they uh, they have a cute white. scene where Gwen like gives him a sandwich, <laughs> a and he's smoked like pigeon sandwich. <laughs> it's mostly Delicious. smoke, though. I also made you some watercress uh, salad. It's mostly Super. water, though. Um, which is, I think, she probably got the water from the well. Which is why she doesn't catch the disease as well here, right? Yeah, most likely. This does feel like their lead up to look. He's about to ingest the water, why, <laughs> or he does it this evening for the soup. Yeah, uh, it would have been even funnier if he just like Gwen kept offering forms of water, and he's like, "I don't." <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what a weird <laughs> subplot that would be. <laughs> he only drinks from a hip flask. <laughs> Because Gwen's trying to kill him? <laughs> yes, obviously. Um, but yeah, um, Gaius, Gaius starts examining the body once they've tracked it back to his, his place. Um, and they determine that uh, it's most likely magic that's causing this. Because, um, like, I don't know, that's a pretty fucking weird disease. To get. Arthur comes in. They're kind of like, hey, um... Start of a plague, bad things are happening. Gaius, you, you gotta come and take a look. We found some more dead people. Um, guess guess there's a plague. Well, they show up in, like, the king's chambers, and Gaius is like, ah, oh, this is the second case I've seen today. And Uther's like, why the fuck didn't you tell me this earlier? And I was like, that what? seems like an overreaction to one other case, and it's, like, 9 a.m., why did you why did you drag the body back to your uh back to your place for study? <laughs> like that's that's by far the worst part still. Like He's like, imagine oh, just why finding a dead consult- person. Imagine finding a dead person not going not going, oh, um how like I should probably go like tell their family like what happened or anything They're on those peasants, fronts. They have They're no serfs. That's they fair. Have You're right. No rights. You're right. <laughs> They have no rights and even fewer family members. We literally don't see a single funeral this entire episode. I mean, the dude was dumped out into the street. That was his funeral. Was he dumped out or did he succumb to his (laughs) disease out in the street? Uh, Same difference. He'll become one with the pavement soon. (laughs) They say this this street was built on the backs of serfs. They meant it. Literally. (laughs) The catacombs are right beneath our feet. But yeah, Uther gets all pissy, and he's like, what's the fucking cause? And Gaius is like, I don't know. I haven't really looked into it much yet. It's been two hours since I got the body. And Uther's like, but fuck like, you, what's the cause? And he's like, sorcery, I guess. But, like, probably magic. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> Merlin and Gaius, like, examine the body, and Gaius is like, I've never seen anything like this. I don't think anything in nature could cause something like this. And I was like, but what if a dude ate a bat? Delicious. Uh, let's let's not bring the COVID into this. But it's already here, David. It's been I here mean, the whole time. Listen, we didn't see anyone masking up this entire episode, so it's not COVID. 
Uh, also, Uther does understand the severity of this, because if there is, in fact, a plague affecting his town and it's caused by magic, uh, yeah, that's definitely how you take down a kingdom. Like, Well, he specifically fuck. goes to Arthur and is like, this is exactly the kind of thing that undermines our authority, because it can't because they made a magic plague. <laughs> the only solution is a magic cure. <laughs> like, he's not even concerned. He doesn't even seem concerned about the citizens' health, though. He's just like, this could really fuck up my job as king. I mean, he, to be fair, again, they're serfs. <laughs> exactly like their, their job their job is to stay in line <laughs> you don't understand uther was chosen by god to lead them was he or was exactly. he just the dude that captured a dragon <laughs> sorry john hurt no killed all of the dragons <laughs> except for the one <laughs> again i would follow that man as king <laughs> are you kidding yeah. me the person who showed up and killed all the dragons <laughs> Be like, yeah, okay, yeah, no, God did choose you, I guess. Like, I don't know how else you did this. What, what the fuck? Uh, we we got to keep re-emphasizing the fact that he killed all of the dragons. <laughs> like, that's that's like a one line that like we like doesn't seem to have like come back at all yet. It's like, whoa, that is. We have hiding to, some insane there has, power. There has to be a moment like where Uther fights someone and he just like fully like hulks out or something. <laughs> No, I just wanted to, like, just smite someone. Like, just, like, call down thunder from the sky. And he's I like, want... it's okay. It's from God. It's not from magic. I wanted to be like Captain America, where he just kicks someone through a roof. <laughs> That's how powerful Uther should be. Jesus. Uh, um, anyways, they... Um, Arthur is ordered by Uther to start uh, searching the town uh, and find the source magic figure out who the fuck is uh, at the same time Merlin is now just Gaius's like assistant I guess for this episode um, and they're gonna figure out um, you know the the actual cause of the ma- of the uh, the magic and what the actual cause of this plague is um, Merlin immediately goes you know what I know how to solve this I can just magic this away um, let's just start curing people and Gaius is like hey that's that's not a good idea <laughs> they're they're looking for people doing magic Probably the way to get yourself killed is to do magic to cure people. Like, if people see that you're doing magic, uh, they're literally on high alert. The magic like alert probably... has been elevated from a sev one to a sev five. Come on, like, this is this is probably the worst possible time so that you could use magic. Um, yeah. Um, guys from Merlin head back. Start trying to figure out what the fuck. Uh, was the cause of this. Um, Gaius Arthur keeps comes... talking about how the power of science <laughs> will solve <Yes>. this. <laughs> the power of science compels you. <laughs> I just re- I just think of the Futurama episode where they try to bring uh, Bender back to life and he's like, through the power of science, now put on these ceremonial science robes. <laughs> and he's got like, <laughs> he's got, what is it, like 666 carved into his forehead or something? Yeah, that's 666 carved into his forehead. He's like, we're going to use a magical five-pointed science star. And it's just a pentagram. (laughs) (laughs) I hope New Futurama's good. It's not. It's not going to (laughs) be. Oh, no. Unfortunate. I do like, though, how Gaius is like, ah, magic corrupts and it turns men evil. And then Merlin's like, but magic can't be bad. I know. And Gaius is like, magic isn't evil. It's how you use it. I was like, hmm. (laughs) Guns you don't just kill people. said people it kill corrupts. People. <laughs> you just Listen, said it corrupts people, but magic isn't bad. 
The only mm. thing that can stop a bad person with magic is a good person with magic. We just need to give all the teachers magic. We just need to make a second amendment in the, in the court of Avalon to let everyone bear magic. I'm sure it'd be the first amendment. I don't think they have the right to free speech. No, the, the first amendment is serfs. Is <laughs> the right to serfs. <laughs> Not the no, rights for just, serfs, the right to serfs. It just says serfs. <laughs> First Amendment, serfs. Everyone's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Second Amendment, right to bear magic. Fuck yeah. And then Uther came and it was like, no, no. You haven't formed a militia, so this right doesn't actually apply here. Not only yeah, have let's... you not formed a militia, the one you did form earlier was not well regulated, so like, it's gone now. Yeah. Yeah, let's get some deep into those constitutional jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Arthur comes and searches Gaius and Merlin's place um, for magic. Um, and surprise, surprise, Merlin has fucking a magical book in his room. So uh, I do um, like how Arthur calls him in and he's like, Merlin, come look at this. You have a fucking cabinet. Use it. Your room's disgusting. <laughs> well, because his room's such a fucking mess. Is my favorite running joke though is that Merlin's room is constantly a mess, and everyone that is their first reaction is, "What the hell, dude?" Also, it's so snarky. It's great. Like I've just discovered this. It's called a cabinet. You can put things in it. <laughs> and then Merlin uses magic to drape one tiny little linen over the book. And Arthur yep. doesn't really look in the room all that hard because it's disgusting. And also, I Arthur either. wasn't like there were there were plenty of books that Arthur was not looking at, oh, into as well. Just this guy was like they're they're dense scientific novels, and Arthur's like, okay, I could barely learn how to read. Fuck it. Because <laughs> like, if he did find the magic book, wouldn't Gaius all all Gaius have to do is be like. That's actually a scientific book. It's very dense. You don't want to read it. It's a scientific book about the study of magic in order to, you know, kill magic. Yeah, how do is, you want me to cure kill. this magical plague if I don't have reference materials? <laughs> it's okay, though. This isn't for practicing magic. This is for exterminating it. That's all that we use this for. Because also, it's so good because guys mentions like several times like, oh, the scientific process. I love science. I've dedicated my life to the study of science. And he's, like, talking to Merlin, being like, hey, don't use magic. You can't shortcut your way out of this. Science is the only thing that can save us. And then it cuts to a fucking demon in the water. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, science can really fucking save your ass now. Listen, he just hasn't scienced hard enough on the tech tree yet. When he unlocks <laughs> guns, he'll be able to do anything. <laughs> I, oh, man, I really want to do, like, a hard edit of every time Merlin uses magic, he just shoots something. <laughs> He shoots this something, looks at the camera, and goes, "This is my Second Amendment right." Now that's 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 the American uh, edit of Merlin. <laughs> uh, American, like I want to do. Oh man, you know the Dickens novel, um, uh, Yankee in the Court of Arthur. No, it's no. Uh, uh, basically an isekai novel that the dude wrote <laughs> about, like an American uh, at the time who I think it was like uh, falling into the Court of Arthur, essentially. And ended up like becoming fake Merlin through the use of technology, <laughs> and it's like is yeah. The first thing you do is you invent guns. Well, no, Excalibur is like just an electromagnet essentially, and he turns it off when Arthur pulls the sword. Um, 
and shit like that. And I want to do like a modern rendition of that. But the solution is always just a gun. (laughs) I mean, someone wrote a novel where like um, a squadron of U.S. Marines gets teleported back into Roman times. Because it was based off like a writing prompt, like who would win the Roman Legion or like eight Marines? I mean, there's plenty of isekais like that. Anyways, there's the the gate one as well. Um, but that's mostly Japanese walking? propaganda. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, it's basically um, a magical gate opens up in downtown Tokyo that leads to like a fantasy world and a bunch of Roman legionaries come through and start killing people. And then the Japanese army goes through and just murders them all with machine guns. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, that's what it would go. Oh, no, a dragon. Anyways, let's shoot some RPGs at that dragon. <laughs> Oh, look, the dragon's dead. It's a very oh, Joss man. Whedon take on it, just without, like, abuse. Oh, no, it's a, it's a, it's a Japanese anime, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, with the abusing women. Okay. But I call um, it Japanese propaganda because there's a scene where uh, the Japanese army defeats the CIA, the MI6, and other, like, uh, <laughs> top-level organizations. I'm like, yeah, we're the best in the world. And it's like, mm, okay. Is it because sure. their guns are bungee-corded to their bodies so they can never lose them? <laughs> Obviously. That has to be it. Anyways, there's too many tangents. Yes, way too many tangents. Um, yeah. Uh, Arthur can't find anything in the town um, and has to re- report this back to Uther. And Uther's like, all right, well, uh, this is a plague and it doesn't seem to be uh, affecting all the people, you know, closer to the castle. So just close off Lower Town. Um, if they die, they die. They're all serfs. We shouldn't care about them. Um, <laughs> also, look, a, a plague has happened and a curfew is, is enforced. Crazy. Uh, never seen those before. And yeah, they um, are basically just starting to like inform, you know, trying to, if this is like spread in uh, through contact, uh, let's just try and cut off all the, all the serfs from everyone who's more important. Uh, Cause it seems to be only them who have. Meanwhile, Merlin and Gaius are actually getting towards uh, a cure. Um, Gaius makes Merlin walk through uh, what the problem <laughs> yeah. might be. <laughs> I and just... they, I like this scene. Sorry. This was essentially uh, they found the body and it's Gaius going like, all right, so what's different about this body? And Merlin going, it's a woman. Gaius going, God, I really, really so wish my nephew was fucking, someone else. So fucking dumb. How, why the fuck do you have this magic? There's no way you're a wizard. Like, <laughs> you're, you're in score is definitely... a warlock. You did not do any studying for this magic. <laughs> But yeah, basically, Gaius deduces that it must be spread through the water because there's no other way for this woman who is like of higher class to come in contact with the townspeople. So it must be spread through the water. So like, yeah, fairly good guess for medieval sciencing. Well, he's yeah, like, yeah, because uh, this courtier wouldn't be eating their food. They wouldn't be breathing the same air. They would have no contact because why would they go to the lower town? Unless she had a saucy affair with a peasant. Ooh, no. I like, I like they... that route better. <laughs> but no, must be the water. And so they're like, oh, hey, let's go figure out what the fuck's wrong with the water. And then. Uh, there's a demon in the water. <laughs> Wait, meanwhile, before that, we cut to Gwen's oh, dad. Meanwhile, Gwen, Gwen's dad. Gwen's dad is dying. Um, yep. 
he, he's, he's down <laughs> with the sickness. Um, Glenn comes and- home after a long night with Morgana. <laughs> and she tries to wake up her dad, and her dad doesn't react, and she turns him over. And oh no, he has the disease! I really thought, because like, he wasn't like just dead, and it only inflected him a little bit, I thought the answer was going to be, we have to feed everyone smoked pigeon. <laughs> <laughs> but mostly but, smoke. <laughs> yeah, but they hear about it, like she's like, guys, you have to help me, and guys is like, ain't nothing I can do, bitch. Dad's just going to die. Merlin's like, I literally have magic. I could cure him. And Guys is like, this is a bad idea. But Merlin don't sneaks out in the middle of the night and does it anyways. And crazy. Who could have seen this coming? Fucking hits a guard with a door. <laughs> but they do like the slapstick sound effects. Have you noticed this? Oh yeah, no. They've got some <laughs> they've got some excellent sound effects here. It's like the the springing board sound effect from like cartoons where it's like and he hits a car with a door and that sound plays. It's very it was camp really and great. I love it. It's so good. <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> but yeah, Merlin cures Gwen's father and he's like, ah, haha, I did a good thing. And then uh, <laughs> the next day Merlin comes in and is like, hey, Gwen, How's your dad? I heard he's doing better. She's like, how the fuck could you know that? Like, I haven't told anyone else. How could you know that? And she's about to be like, you must have magic. And he's like, I am psychic and plays it off as a joke. And we get awkward flirting. And then look, Gwen's dad is back at work as the blacksmith. And Arthur's like, hey, um, the fuck? <laughs> you are supposed to be dead. Well, I'm going to just... go search your house now. <laughs> well, also, he's just working, like, and everyone's staring at him, like, what the fuck? <laughs> and Arthur's like, so, what happened? And he's like, I just got better. And he's like, I feel the best I have in years. Who, was anyone with you? He's like, just, just my daughter. Anyways, back to work. And Arthur's like, I gotta <laughs> arrest that woman. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go search his house. And they house find, really like, a magic, well. a magic bag that I think Merlin used. Was, Even though yeah. I, did Merlin do that? Because I don't See, think it I, was shown, so I was unsure about where that's the what fuck I was his co- bag came from. Yeah, that's what I was confused by, too, because Merlin stands creepily outside their house, peers in through the window, says some magic words, and, like, light comes off the dad's face, but we never see the bag being placed. Yeah, so where the fuck did this bag come from? Magic. It maybe who who knows? Um, maybe maybe this maybe maybe this is just the start of Gwen's dad actually having magic the entire time. <laughs> Gwen's what, dad is Merlin. Reveal. <laughs> Pull the rug out from under you, Black Merlin. <laughs> Before a Black Doctor, gasp. <laughs> <laughs> the real progressives, Merlin. <laughs> Like the, I like the idea of next episode, Merlin just dies. And yep, nope, it was actually Gwen's dad who was Merlin all along. <laughs> the title of Merlin passes on. <laughs> to Gwen's dad? Who Does he have a name? Or is I don't he think just, he does. Oh no, it's Tom. Oh, is His it name Tom? is Tom. 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 The, the great magician, Tom. Tom. <laughs> Isn't that a Monty Python sketch? That is... That is a Monty Python sketch. He's like the great pyromancer Dave or something like that. I think it's Tim. Yeah, Tim. 
Can we just for one episode just review Monty Python and the Holy Grail as an episode of Merlin? And just play it straight. Like, yeah. don't reference the fact that it's Merlin's Monty Python. not in this episode at all, but like. Arthur grew up. It's really weird. Yeah, we got some tits. It's great. <laughs> Listen, we'll, we'll do that. We'll do that after season five. That will be the uh... <laughs> the special. I thought the special, the special was going to medieval times, or is that the special for uh, season one? We well, gotta go to when that We gotta go to medieval times four times in between oh, no. every season. Oh no! I feel like one time is the appropriate number of times. Like the I feel like it's are also, The seasons also are also short. like only thirteen episodes, so we'd be go going like once every three months. No, shorter than that, because we're doing, like, multiple recordings a week now. Like, we're going to Medieval Times once a month. <laughs> Anyways. We'll be regulars. <laughs> oh, they're like, no. why? And we're like, well, we got a podcast. And they're like, oh, okay, we're trying to double. <laughs> so is it a podcast about Medieval Times? Kinda? <laughs> <laughs> you see the show Merlin. They're like, oh, yeah, I run a Twitter account. <laughs> Uh, saw anyways. this great meme the other day and I retweeted it. Let me show you. <laughs> anyways, uh, Gwen's arrested. Um, and she won't shut up about it. God. Yeah, I know. Just the worst. Um, is brought in front of Uther and despite uh, Morgana being like, yeah, there's no way that Gwen is some sort of evil like sorceress. Um, this, there's, there's no way. Uh, Uther's like, I don't know. Evidence is pretty compelling. Well, I, I guess we gotta kill her. Um, and like it's nice too because even Arthur is like dad you kind of get like into a rage about this magic shit like she just cured her dad that's not the same thing as poisoning a town yeah like I want to live I want to rule a country where the punishment fits the crime and, and Uther's like, like hey ah, good idea you're right good she idea. played with fire she must die by fire <laughs> <laughs> I would have just loved Arthur to be like uh, that doesn't, not what I meant, not quite how that works, but okay. <laughs> Guess we needed to have a witch burning in this somehow. Every scene later on in the episode of them setting up the pyre is hilarious to me. Because <laughs> they don't use it. They, they don't, don't even come use, close to using it. They don't, but then it's just like some dudes putting some wood on a huge pyre. Just seems so incongruous with the tone of the episode. Because it's supposed to be like the scary threat, but it's like, man, that's that's stupid. <laughs> uh. I also I also like the idea with like, okay, we got to build this pyre. Like, why? Oh, we're gonna burn that witch. That's not how we kill witches. We usually just behead them. Why are we burning this one? It's like King said something about playing with fire. Die by I don't know. <laughs> the punishment must fit the crime. Everyone's just gotta be like, that doesn't make sense. Like, did did the witch start a bunch of fires? <laughs> Surely she spread a plague through water. We should drown her. Drown. Yeah, like that's more fitting irony, right? Or we should like give her the water to make her sick, right? Like, yeah, then she'll have to cure it, right? Except she's already honestly, cured someone. Shit. I, I I honestly expected another like witch trial sort of thing where it's like make her drink the water. If she gets sick, she clearly isn't the witch. <laughs> Well, no, if she dies, then she's clearly not the witch. That's the way that you do witch trials. If they die, they're clearly not a witch. Uh, um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah Merlin if goes... They, Merlin if goes, they float, they're a witch. Because a <laughs> exactly. witch is made of wood. 
exactly. <laughs> if if a witch can survive the trials to test if they're a witch, they're obviously a witch, and therefore we must kill. Them. <laughs> but what else floats? <laughs> a duck. Merlin goes and visits Gwen. Merlin goes and visits Gwen, and um. Merlin's like, well, shit, uh, I guess by doing magic, I'm going to kill an innocent. That that sucks. Um, Alright, time to go and confess to my crimes in front of Uther. Uh, goes and confesses his crimes in front of, uh, in front of Uther. Uh, fortunately, between Gaius and Arthur, uh, being like, yeah, no, he's crazy. Also, he's in love with Gwen, so I guess he's trying to, like, take the bullet for her. Um, well, I, I read that played off as... Arthur be like, oh, he has a mental disorder. And Uther's like, oh, yeah, which one? He's like, oh, he's in love. I like yeah. that little joke where it's like he's he's crazy because he's in love, not crazy yes. and in love. Well, then also the tone of this is really weird, I thought, because then Uther's like, ah, what a silly idiot being in love with someone I think is a witch. Anyways. <laughs> <take> <laughs> someone just confessed in front of me of using magic and I need evidence now. Yeah, now he needs evidence, and now it's like, maybe she cast an enchantment on you. Ha 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 ha. Like, wait, it, wouldn't that be a serious concern? If you honestly think she's a witch? If, <laughs> like, if, if you think that he's enchanted, you should probably lock him up until she's dead. You're, like Your son's servant, you're joking that he's enchanted by a witch who's caused a plague? Like, that, you, I, that you ordered your son to let him help in the investigation and development of the cure for this plague? Yeah, like, I don't get the levity suddenly in this scene. <laughs> but yeah, no one believes him, so Merlin's like, there's it's... one person left I can go to. Well, no, sorry, they go and investigate the uh, the water and discover the demon, which is like an afank or something like that, an afank. Yep. Which is only created by the most powerful of sorcerers. So Merlin's like, I know, I have to go talk to John Hurt in the cave. Cave dragon is back. <laughs> cave Hurt is back. And Cave Hurt is like, ah, fuck yeah! I, the warlock returns as I knew he would, and I'm like, <laughs> you were gonna say that no matter what. Like, if he didn't show up, are you talking to yourself, being like, ah, oh, the warlock never showed up as I knew he would? Also, I would like to point out, Merlin is referenced in this episode at different times as a warlock, a sorcerer, and a wizard, like at different yeah. points. <laughs> He is there are multi, all synonyms in this world. D and D is not the only thing that exists. I know, but like they'd stuck with warlock for so long. There, you're like, right, the David. There's also lancer. <laughs> ah, yes. Fuck right off. <laughs> but yeah, the dragon's like, oh, you gotta use other elements available to you, and also Arthur. Bye. That's all the <laughs> help bitch. you're getting. Well, Hope it's like, you can stop trust. these fuckers from dying. Trust in your elements. Also, you're only one side of a coin. And I like how he hasn't told guys he's talking to John Hurt. No. He's just <laughs> he like, oh. Told anyone. He's like, oh, I gotta use the elements of the two sides of a coin. I need Arthur. I'm the more handsome side, obviously. <laughs> like, boys, well, boys, you're both pretty. And more intelligent as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Uther's like, hey, people are still dying. Guess I gotta kill that witch sooner. And in I'm the like, meantime, do you think killing her ends the magic? Obviously. I think he does. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happens. What are you going to do when it uh, doesn't? Th then you're fucked. What else are you going to do? Listen, Get that's it. a problem for future Uther. <laughs> exactly. Future Uther will figure that out. Well, actually, if the magic doesn't stop when she dies, then obviously she wasn't the sorcerer. 
but she did perform magic with his father, and therefore she's just... Yeah. <laughs> she still needs to be killed? <laughs> yes. Remember, um, theft of billions of dollars and a loaf of bread are equal. Exactly. Rise up, anyway. the rich. Anyways, Morgana um, comes down and is like, hey, I, I can't quite lose that servant. She, you know, we're, we're potentially fucking. We'll find out later, I guess. <laughs> um, so um, what, what can I do to help? And Merlin's like, all right, I need Arthur. Morgana's like, okay, weird request. I'll go get him, I guess. It's like, why? And Merlin's like, well, there's a monster in the lake that's causing the disease. And Morgana's like, ah, okay, you need him to kill the monster that tracks. <laughs> all right, this all makes sense. There's no way that any of the rest of us could kill him. <laughs> Which, I mean, is fair. Arthur is, like, yep. the best sword guy. <laughs> yeah. But my favorite part, though, We just had a tournament determining this. Yeah, we, we, then, we then go down into the, uh, into the, into the caves, like, where the, where the water is, and immediately they hear the sound. And, and uh, Arthur's like, all right, everyone, split up while well, he's the only one with a sword. And the other people are a servant and a, a lady. woman, the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Where were you going with that name? <laughs> just, I, I don't, it's just like, are you, are you kidding me? Like, you've just, you found two people who have no training in this. And you're like, all right, everyone, split up. We'll equally be able to kill the monster. So we must cover more ground. <laughs> But yeah, Gaius is like, oh, an affect's made out of earth and water, like clay, which is earth and water. I guess you need wind and fire to kill it. And I'm like, okay. Hey, okay. Listen, as long as they're consistent with this in later episodes, we can accept this as part of the world. <laughs> Anytime they face something made of the elements now, we know the opposite elements are the way to kill it. <laughs> but I like, nah. I like how they're walking around and Arthur hears something and points his torch and he's like, it's just a shadow. And I'm like, cast by what? <laughs> cast by the giant monster, you mean? As you turn around and the thing's like, yeah, I'm a monster. <laughs> and then they start fighting it and it's just kind of growling at them. It looks cool. Like they keep it in shadow a lot, which is nice. Doesn't Thank look fuck bad. They keep this thing in shadow. Um, also, it is like. It is mostly it, it's teeth. It's too shiny. Yeah. It's, 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 it's. It's mostly teeth, and it's, like, dripping with water, so it's, like, really shiny, and it's, like, that that part's a little bit upsetting. Yeah, I'm fine with it. But, yeah, okay. Arthur, like, Marlo's like, Arthur, use your torch, and then casts a spell that makes the torch, like, a fucking flamethrower, and no one is like, hey, <laughs> some magic happened here. <laughs> hey, that is an incredibly magical creature. As soon as fire gets within five feet of it, it just sucks up the fire well that was so that was the fire and that was the wind right yes which is what was needed to merlin's merlin's spell translates to you are air in fire's heat but defeat the hostile one what yeah that's the translation on the merlin fandom god is it an actual language they're using i wonder if it's gaelic maybe I, I oh, see shit. very oh, no. few vowels in here. <laughs> that just makes makes it unfortunate. That means that every of these enchantments are like real words. <laughs> they have meaning. That's that's concerning. I preferred it when they were nonsense garbage. <laughs> it's, it's very, very concerning. Um, 
Also, I guess that means that just Gaelic is the magic language, if Gaelic is the language that they chose for it. <laughs> uh, um, anyways, creature dead. Welsh. Oh, that's well- Welsh. Oh, okay. yeah. They, those do not have very, very many vowels in them, that's for sure. You know what? That tracks. <laughs> yep. Everything is fine. Um... Gwen, Gwen is Gwen is going to be okay because they they killed an Afank, and there's no way that Gwen could be a powerful sorceress. Also, uh, Gaius found the the mark of Nimue, so now we know it's Nimue, and I yeah. guess Uther and Nimue have uh, have, have history. Because he's like, oh, will I never be free of this woman? It's like, ooh, all right, intrigue. <laughs> Do you th- prediction time? He was definitely fucking Nimue, right? No, she killed his wife. <laughs> Yeah, because they, they de- mentioned they mentioned that his wife is dead. Well, yeah, in the last she, episode she killed his wife because they were fucking, and she was jealous because she was right, the side, she was the side piece. All I mean, right, David. David believes like Morgana again, but earlier. David, David. All right, Charlie. What's your call then, David? David believes that it's due to the sex. What do you, What do you think it's due it's to due the to? sex? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Like she maybe worked for. It depends on if he was, like, king or, like... I'm assuming he was at a high station his whole life. So maybe she worked with whatever court he was a part of before he was king. Um, and he, like, fucked her over somehow. And she's like, as revenge, I kill your wife. Fucked her over the round table. <laughs> fucked her over the round table. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Merlin called... Anyways... Show. We've got some more called shots for you guys. I think it because of the sex. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so then we end the episode with Gwen being freed and Gwen not being furious at the king for some reason for locking her up when she's like innocent. Like, man, everyone should be fucking so angry at Uther. Listen, she got fed better in that prison cell than she would have ever gotten fed. (laughs) Did she? Probably not. She she was a convicted witch. There was probably thought that she could conjure her own food if she needed it. Yeah. Um. And that is the end of the episode with us seeing well, that mark. Well, no, Morgana. Morgana has figured out Merlin's secret. He's in love with Gwen. Obviously. Oh yes. Yes. How does we... no one know he does magic yet? <laughs> it's fine. He, I mean, he even says like, "Oh, Arthur can't see me doing magic." How do you think the torch turned into a fucking flamethrower? <laughs> Magic, but not done by Merlin. Merlin. Um, also, Nimue. It, it Merlin's definitely now on Nimue's radar. Um, oh so, yes. Yep. We'll, we'll we'll come back to that later because sure she's that will... she's watching uh, them. I like yep. to think that um, because every time we see Nimue watching Merlin, it's just literally the the camera shot that we get given as the audience that she's just been watching this entire time. We're just seeing through the eyes of her scrying radar or whatever. This entire, the, the entire show is just through the eyes of Nimue. Yeah. She's like the villain from Power Rangers, just watching from the moon. Make my monster grow. <laughs> um, uh, some lines I'd like to highlight as well, just because we went over them. Uh, when Morgana is trying to like defend Gwen and declare her innocence, I thought it was interesting that she talks about, listen, I've seen Gwen work. She like scrubs so many clothing and scrubs pots and cleans my floor. Like her hands are like battered. If she could do magic, why would she do all these chores? 
<laughs> which I thought was interesting compared to last episode where we literally see Merlin just doing chores by magic. <laughs> At what point do they start to get suspicious if Merlin's hands don't look just like beaten to shit? Someone's going <laughs> to shake Merlin's hand and be like, man, your hands are soft. Hmm. <laughs> what suspicious. <the> fuck? <laughs> don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. um so yeah uh i guess fun fact as well the monster that appears in this episode the afank is a real mythological uh creature um specifically from welsh mythology um the what we get in the episode doesn't really match the description because it's supposed to be um a mix of a crocodile a beaver a dwarf-like creature or a platypus interesting weird <laughs> so i think it's someone saw like a beaver or a platypus and went what the fuck <laughs> which is fair <laughs> well no it had to have been it couldn't have been a platypus right like there's no way that like welsh mythology had platypus because it's supposed Platypi. to essentially it's like Platypi has it. the beaver tail like the flat tail and then it has like a bill but the bill is full of teeth essentially I can only think that they like. There's no way that they that they had a, that they had seen a platypus at this point. Like I don't know. I mean, like the Chinese had a mythological creature that was supposed to be like a horse with a really long neck that had horns, and then someone brought them a giraffe, and they went, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> like that's that yeah, creature that would, we made up. <laughs> that would be so fucked. That. Was- <laughs> I mean, there's another creature that's supposed to be like, yeah, and then there's this creature with a really long nose that eats your dreams, and then they saw an elephant, and they went, what the fuck? Or an anteater? Uh, anteater, that's the one, yeah. <laughs> huh. Like, there have been many cases of, like, mythological creatures that, like, civilizations have made up, and then there's like, yeah, that's this animal, and then freaking the fuck out. <laughs> um, Who knows, so- yeah, so that's the effect. Um, it's supposed to be, it's a lake-dwelling monster as well. So that tracks with how it's... Uh... Hey, well done on their part. They, they, picked a real, they, picked a, they picked a real monster and they like sort of, like they picked like a real, like in terms of mythology monster and like well, actually I mean, kept it close to home. The reason they uh, chose it specifically was that some legends specify that there was one creature essentially that King Arthur killed. Oh, okay. There's a story of King Arthur going to kill an Afank. Okay, nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, any any more interesting? Uh, no. I thought that was the most interesting thing. Um, in that case, episode. Yeah. David. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm really enjoying Merlin. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I would enjoy it this much because, like, I don't. It. It's. It's serious but it doesn't take itself so serious because like again we had the scene where that guard gets knocked out like just in the middle of a very intense scene um a fucking guard getting clocked by a door was hilarious and And i feel like and specifically the sound effect associated with it yeah but it's also like it's not so stupid that it takes you out of the context of the world like it's just the right level of campy um so i think this is gonna be another four for me yeah, they've kept, they've kept the tone very consistent across three episodes, which is impressive. I mean, then again, these three episodes were all directed by the same person. Yes, they were all by James Hawes. The next episode yeah. is by a new person, so we'll see if they keep up this tone. I, I will first... say, 
this episode was written by the person who wrote the pilot, but the second episode was written by a different person. Yeah. Okay. So it remains to see. It seems like they rotate through like the same two, three, or four writers, mm-hmm. um, and then we'll have rotating directors, which is pretty standard for a TV show and a BBC show. Um, but we'll see if it's the writing that is the tone or the directing that's the tone. Either way, yeah, this is yeah. I'm gonna match that four. It's it's fun, and there was good drama in it, and it appears we have like a season one villain in Nuemuma. I mean, this also um, does uh, directly um, correct the complaint I had last time, where someone goes to Uther and is like, hey, there's magic, and he does nothing. <laughs> In which case, they go to Uther and he's like, hey, there's magic, and he overcorrects and tries to kill someone immediately. <laughs> I'm really surprised he did just stab her right there. <laughs> Sorcerer, stab! Been... So, like... I'd like to point out, like, last episode, we could have had dead Arthur. This episode, we could have had dead Gwen. It would have been really fucking funny if in the season, they just killed the entire cast. And they're like, actually, it's new people this entire time. And we just get introduced to, like, new Arthur, Gwen, and, like, hey, just a bunch of random things. I see breakpoints for fan fiction. Ooh. Exactly. Gwen dies, and Arthur no longer has that lasting love and must turn to Merlin. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Arthur dies and Merlin delves into deep magic to get him back. But at what cost? Unfortunately, a weird side effect is now he can get pregnant. Oh god. No, 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 thank you. I wasn't even looking for that angle. Thank you, David. 100% is an M-Preg story. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what? fair. Uh, anyways, yeah, no, I'm also going to give it a four. I really enjoyed the episode. Um, it's good stakes. We actually also got to see this of doing magic. Um, maybe don't just fucking do it willy-nilly when there's, uh, you know, a ban on magic. Mass suspicion as well. <laughs> like, yeah. They're literally maybe banging other- down doors looking for magic users. <laughs> Like yeah, you can you can be doing it for the right reason, but also um, if you're gonna kill someone because maybe just don't do it. Uh, but yeah, su- super enjoyed this episode. It's gonna happen next time. Oh, also once again, caught that last minute that we we did get our next episode in that last minute. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, the observer was in this episode as well. <laughs> yeah, where he was, um, I don't know. I, I'll I'll need to go and do a quick rewatch. But like maybe he was like in the background while Nimue was scrying that one time. That'd be <laughs> no, I think he's in one of those shots he, where you just he see was all casting. The... He was casting the shadow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's in the background of one of those shots where you see all the dead bodies in the courtyard. I think he's just standing in the background, looking at dead bodies. <laughs> How the fuck didn't I see him in that window looking down at the dead bodies? <laughs> Fucking crazy. Oh no, I have to find a screen cap of that now. <laughs> so, uh... David, we're just... <laughs> just just perusing uh, the Sorted by Kudos on Archive of Our Own. I have not found a non-slash Arthur Burton <laughs> fic yet. <laughs> of course, they're all gonna be slash. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> page two, still going. <laughs> man, people oh, really don't man. like Gwen, do they? <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> she's the interruption between the two boys. 
obviously. Exactly. <laughs> I All need right. my boys to kiss. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so that's number ratings. Uh, we've done next episode clue and observer <laughs> sighting. <laughs> Of course, as they're always in every yep. TV show ever. <laughs> so I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Thank you all so much for listening to us ramble about Merlin for another week. Um, as you can tell, we've been having a lot of fun with this show. Uh, it's really re-energized us after season five of, Mer- of Fringe. Fringe. Um, so hopefully the show continues to be this quality. Um, until... Then, if you liked what you uh, heard and you want to give us a like or subscribe or like a five-star review on your podcasting service of choice, that would be much appreciated. Also, only if it's out of five stars. Don't give us a five-star out of ten-star. That's that's dumb and bad. <laughs> um, oh, wait, Nick, sorry. What was your rating? He said uh, a four. four as well. Okay, I wasn't paying attention. Fair enough. I don't really pay attention when Nick talks either. Oh, uh, number of viewers this went up to 6.3 million viewers what? from 5.4 and got a 7.6 on IMDb. Yeah, so it's going up. Yeah, and I'm going to finish the outro. Uh, feel free to reach out to us at Twitter, um, our very successful Twitter, <laughs> uh, at Forsaf, or send us an email at Forsaf at gmail.com, spelled F O U R S A A F. Thank you all so much for listening. Outro. Our intro and outro music is The Butterfly, Kid on the Mountain by Slunchy. I, uh, I really tried on that pronunciation. I don't think it's correct, but that's what YouTube tells me. 